Welcome to the Smart Business Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Imoff Flores, and the Smart Business Podcast is the place for entrepreneurs to get an advanced mindset and skill set to build and grow a business that can scale in a big way. SMART is an acronym that stands for a scalable, mission-driven business that's automated with revenue streams all run by a team. And so if you would like to learn more about how to build a smart business or get coaching, consulting in this area or done for you services, go ahead and start by getting our free smart business formula guide at smartbusinessformula.com. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Smart Business Show. Today, we have a very special guest. She is known as the queen of follow-up. She is the CEO of Follow-Up Sales Strategies, the author of Follow-Up Savvy and follow-up sales strategies, and she's also the creator and founder of the online program, Ultimate Follow-Up Sales Mastery, and there's coaching with that as well. And today's topic is follow-up strategies to get more clients and close more sales with none other than Wanda Allen. Welcome to the show, Wanda. Thank you. So good to be here. So you truly are the queen of follow-up. You have books on it. You have programs on it. You have courses on it. This is what you do. Uh, tell the audience uh, a little bit about how you got into this and why you're so passionate about it. Okay. So I had a 25-year corporate career, and I spent the lion's share of my career managing SBA departments. And I managed departments that did a lot of loan volume. And the only way I could stay on top of it was by creating systems. So I developed a very strong skill for creating systems. And then when I went into sales at the bank, and realized how critical follow-up is, I thought, how do you stay on top of all this? And I fell back on my strong skill of creating systems. So I developed systems for following up as well as relationship management. And then the bank I was working for was acquired and I was a senior vice president and we were not the lead bank. So you know how that story ends. And um, a friend of mine suggested I should speak on how I follow up. And I thought that was the craziest idea I'd ever heard. But I thought, what the heck, what do I have to lose? And I learned learned really quickly that in general, people really struggle in this area. And, you know, they work so hard on lead generation, but they fall so short on follow up, you know, that they're never going to experience near the fruit of all that labor they're putting out there. That drives my passion. Wow. That's so good. That's so good. I love that. And it's such a needed topic. So tell us, you know, what, what do you notice are the big mistakes when people think about follow-up? Like where are they falling short in their follow-up? Well, first, uh, they're not using a CRM stands for customer relationship manager. You know, if you're not using a CRM, it makes the process so much more difficult. You're doing what I call slipping and sliding. And um, CRM is crucial. So that's one mistake is not, not having a CRM and using it. Second mistake is uh, just the wrong mindset about follow-up. You know, there's a lot of fears associated with it, which is a huge reason why people don't do it. And then thirdly, they quit too soon. They quit too soon when following up. Mm. Wow. That's big. Now, when, when you're, when you're dealing with like a client and you're coaching somebody through that process, Mm -hmm. um, you know, what is, what does the average person do for follow-up normally that they think is enough? And then how do you take them to the next level to really show them what, what it looks like? Like, what does that, what does that follow-up look like? Yeah. So research tells us that 90% of people follow up twice and then quit. 
And I believe that's a spot on statistic, just based on the gazillion conversations I've had with people. And there's a variety of reasons why they uh, quit so soon. But what gets them over that is having the right mindset about um, following up and you're not being pushy. You're doing your job. If your job is to bring in sales, you've got to follow up. And so what gets people to the other side is systems. You know, you've got to have a system in place. And so, you know, I do teach systems. And one of my systems is how to follow up when you're being ignored, because that's where people get tripped up. And that's when they stop is when the prospect stop, doesn't respond. And, and what happens is when a prospect doesn't respond, the typical person will assume the prospect's not interested. So they'll try twice and then just quit. Well, just because a prospect doesn't respond does not mean they're not interested. It just means they haven't been able to get back to you. Most of the time, that's what it means. Yeah, that's so good. I was actually talking with someone uh, on Monday. I sent a text out for follow-up and said, hey, I know you have, you're probably busy this week full of meetings. Just wanted to bring this text back up to the top of your feed uh, to remind you of the great conversation we had earlier last week, yeah, you know, and, yeah. and so, you know, he got back to me immediately, which is not normally like him because I've been to working with this person for like a month and a half trying to tie them down. And finally, he, he responded immediately just for me at the top of the feed, the right time, the right place. So you're absolutely right. And I think people internalize that thinking, oh, this person doesn't want to talk to me. This person's avoiding me. Um, you know, this person just da, 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 whatever it might be. And, um, and so how do you overcome that fear of, you know, that person may not want to work with you, or that person may feel like you're bugging them, or that person may feel like you're being a nuisance. Like, how do you overcome that, um, that voice? Well, anytime you think, you know, what somebody's thinking, you're probably wrong because you have no idea. You know, I call that operating from your ego. You know, the ego's a know-it-all and thinks it knows what, you know, everybody's thinking. And so that's not right at all. And, you know, it's just reminding yourself that, you, like I said just a minute ago, you're, if your job is to bring in sales, you have to follow up. And, and research tells us that 80% of sales are made between the fifth and 12th contact. And I think that's a spot on statistic too. There's some industries that have a shorter sales cycle, but in general, it does take that to get the business. And so remind yourself, look at 80% of the time it takes between five and 12 contacts. There's nothing wrong with me. There's nothing wrong with the prospect. This is just the, the way of the nature of the beast, if you will. And um, prospects don't operate on our timeline. That's what the salesperson needs to remember. Because if you quit, you're, you're doing a disservice, not only to yourself, but you're doing a disservice to that prospect because you're not going to give them an opportunity to do business with you. Mm. You know, that's a shame. Wow, that's really good. That's really good. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. And, and yeah, you're absolutely right. They're not on our timeline. And so one of the things that helps is for me, like I'm a visual person and a CRM is something that we use for like a lot of our email follow-up. Um, but I'm a big dashboard guy, right? I love to see a dashboard and I like to move people into phases so that I know where they're at in the phase and where they left off. Because, um, I think it's important to follow up with the context of where your conversations left off, because sometimes you don't remember about their kids. You don't remember about their family, where they're from. 
and then you follow up and it's like you're starting over from scratch. And I think being able to have notes, you know, tied up, typed up and say, hey, you know, this person's, um, uh, you know, family, they're from Dallas. So if I see something going on in Dallas, I might say, hey, you know, it looks like the weather's a little cold out there. <laughs> you know, how are things going? And it builds that trust, builds that connection. So that's, that's really key as well. It is. And the notes, not, I mean, that's really important information and it's really um, helpful to have. But also, even if you're talking to a prospect and they say, you know, uh, well, we're not ready to move forward yet. We're waiting to get two other quotes. And then we need to make our decision. Why don't you follow up with me next month? Well, if you're not using notes, how are, are you really going to remember that conversation? There's a high likelihood you won't. And so if you don't remember what was said or when exactly you were supposed to follow up, guess what happens? You're going to be embarrassed. And when we're embarrassed, tend not to take action. Right. Right. So, so then when you're, when you're dealing with people that, um, you know, you kind of have like buckets, like I kind of think about the prospect pipeline is like a, like a stoplight system. Like you have red light, yellow light, green light. I think about like, you know, the red light people are the people who are not ready to move forward probably now, maybe long-term, maybe like a year out to maybe check in and follow up. The yellow is kind of like maybe three to six months, they might be ready. And then the green is like within the next, you know, 30, 60, 90 days, they're ready to pull the trigger and move forward. Um, how do you categorize or how do you think about categorizing people in, in different buckets? And does that affect your follow-up method? No, I don't categorize them because they're one person at a time that I deal with, you know, they're each individual prospect. And so I will always, you know, if they say we're not going to be ready to go, you know, for another till this, the end of the summer. Well, then I know that. And I use the reminder date to follow up, you know, at the end of the summer. So, mm -hmm. you know, and to me, they're no different than the prospect that says, yeah, we're going to do this. Uh, let's meet next week and get it done. Mm -hmm. So that's just, is going to happen next week versus the other one's going to happen at the end of the summer. So when follow-up becomes a part of your every working day, it's just a matter of who do I need to follow up with today? Yeah, absolutely. That's good. So what I'm hearing you say is that you really don't rely on your own like memory brain or notes in your oh. notepad. You really rely on the reminders in your CRM to bring that up. So what CRM is your favorite and what tools do you use for follow-up? Well, um, the, I, I, the one I use is, it's a funny name. It's called Less Annoying. And I'm an affiliate to be totally transparent. So if any of your audience wants to look them up, mention my name and you'll get um, 60 days free. But having said that, I don't care if you use less annoying or not. All I care about is that you get a CRM that you like and that you will use because if you don't like it, you're not gonna use it. Uh, Pipe Drive is a good one, P-I-P-E Drive. They have a pipeline feature. I mean, there's hundreds out there. You know, HubSpot, there's just so many CRMs out HubSpot, there. HubSpot is what I use. And then my CRM is uh, Infusionsoft for my email or Keep. Uh, and then my my dashboard for follow-up is in HubSpot just because the visual experience is better. Um, Wanda, this is really interesting. And, and I think that this topic is so needed because uh, there is a saying that a lot of people in business know about that the fortune is in the follow-up. 
what kind of fortune are we talking about here? <laughs> so my, you know, it's so funny you say that because when I, I'm a speaker too. So when I speak, sometimes I'll say, how many people have heard that quote, the fortunes of the follow-up? Everyone raise their hands. How many people think that's true? Everyone raises their hands. Then wouldn't common sense just lead you there like every working day if you know that's where the money is? Come on. That's yeah, right. but it, it doesn't. You know, people stay away from it. Yeah, it's good. I have, I have a younger brother and he runs a a video media company. And he's like, he was asking me, he's like, dude, like, what do you do to like make money? Like, how do you, how do you generate sales when you don't have business? I said, well, why don't you come over today? And he was so unimpressed um, because an hour of the day was just pure mundane follow-up off of past conversations or me following up with people, re-sparking things. And so, um, you know, it was just, uh, it made me realize, wow, a big part of my day is spent in follow-up because that is, that is how you tie loose ends, close open loops, keep those, you know, keep that, that pipeline tight, you know, from all the work that you've done. Like, I just don't want to waste the work that I've done. So that's really powerful. I love that you're, that you're addressing this because it's such an important topic. Everyone's so fascinated and fixated on the the new ad campaign, the new lead gens, the new, 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 new. And it's like, what are you working with what you got? And that's the cool thing about follow-up is that it's free. Yeah. And it takes next to no energy. It takes next to no time. It's not going to cost you money. You've already done all that to get the lead. You spent the time, money, energy, effort Um, to get the lead. And then Following up is the easy part, but for a lot of people, follow-up is the hard part. And they view lead generation as the easy part. And that's just backwards. You're preaching knowledge. You're preaching wisdom. Wanda Allen, so great to have you on the show today. Uh, For those of you who are following, uh, uh, who want to follow Wanda for more content on this, uh, we're going to attach her LinkedIn uh, to this episode here. So you can go connect with her on LinkedIn. Drop her an inbox as well, letting her know that you like the show, maybe something you learned about it or that spoke to you. And uh, and then Wanda, do you have any other places you'd like to lead them to? They can go to my website, followupsalesstrategies.com. I have a couple free gifts there if they'd like to take advantage of that. Yes, we're going to drop that into the description of this episode as well. And if you do forward slash free dash workshop, you'll get to review uh, Wanda's workshop as well which will be awesome to check out if this is something you feel like it's an area of your business you need to improve on, which we all have areas we need to improve on. So Wanda, thank you so much for being with us. To everyone listening, make sure you subscribe to this episode, share it with a friend, uh, leave a six-star review. I know there's only five stars, but leave an extra star. And until the next episode, we'll see y'all later. Have a good one, everybody.